everybody, welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I uh, just want to touch on the the Taliban taking Kabul and Afghanistan uh, pretty quick, a lot quicker than a lot of people expected. Just kind of, uh, I guess, blitzing in there is another word to, to put it. I mean, there, the United States pulling out of Taliban, there is no easy way to rip a Band-Aid off a gushing wound, right? That just wouldn't stop bleeding. I guess that, that's one way to say it. Uh, the wound just wouldn't stop bleeding. You could just keep on putting more and more and more gauze on it, bandaging it up more and more and more, slowly stopping the bleeding, but it still kept on coming. And that Band-Aid bandage cost billions and billions and billions of dollars. Um, that the American taxpayers and uh, the allies were paying uh, over 20 years, 20 years. I think for the majority of the time that we were in Taliban, we were the United States was able to, I guess, afford doing that, uh, having a, a force over there. But what really pushed the United States, and a lot of people don't even mention this anywhere, what really pushed the United States of like backing out fast and now was the amount of money that's needed to get the United States back on its feet after the pandemic from last year and the pandemic that's happening right now. There was just not enough money to go around and there had to be cuts made. And that's tough to say though, to say it like that because of all the chaos and horror that's happening right now in Afghanistan. And, you know, it's not like the Taliban are the most uh, kindest people in the world. But man, talk about their, res- their resolve to stick, to stay in there and just keep fighting and fighting and uh, end up winning and taking, taking over the government. So I wonder how they are going to manage. Obviously, you know, everybody that was in charge of the Taliban before, it's probably long and gone and the people that are, are coming in are probably very young men uh, at the time and, you know, work their way up to the ranks of Taliban to the point to where they seize the opportunity that America was back and now they jumped on it. Taliban, obviously, as they progress through the country, gaining gaining more and more resources and land, their forces increased more and more. And it just became a big tidal wave that just came rushing through and there was just no way to stop it. Uh, you know, right now, I'm pretty sure you're hearing a lot of this that, you know, the a lot of people are trying to evacuate out of the capital. Uh, you know, there's chaos. I guess there's been at least 10 people killed and several wounded. But uh, at the uh, passenger terminal of Kabul, people are trying to get the heck out of there right now. You know, and then the, the media and you, know, you see things are like, oh, welcome, welcome. You know, the people are welcoming the Taliban. Um, there, There's that, that, that crowd and then there's the crowd that want nothing to do with them and what they represent. Afghanistan, of course, has been under civil war for a long, long time. And uh, you have to think that the people that were raised under American protection there and they grew up with different values than that of the Taliban and they probably don't want nothing to do with the Taliban and now they're stuck there in the country. And you're talking probably 99% of them or even less are going to have a chance to get out of that country and and live the life that they want to live. Uh, it's a massive crisis. It was going to happen. Um, there was no easy way around this. The United States needed to back out, not only 
because we've been there for 20 years, but, you know, of, of monetary reasons, that is not being said, but I guarantee you that's a big factor that's involved. Uh, I believe that, yeah, the prior, um, the prior president, Donald Trump, he wanted out there a lot earlier in April. Biden put out to se- September, uh, or almost completely out. I think there's 6,000 troops left uh, just trying to hold it down as, uh, as best as they can. Uh, I don't know what 6,000 troops are going to do against just a charge of people wanting to get the heck out of there. Um, it sucks all around. Uh, I hate to see it. Um, but that was just my take on, uh, Afghanistan and Taliban. I know that if you, you know, the listeners been listening to this podcast a while, you know, I'm, you actually, you and I are pretty more well-versed than a lot of other people in Middle East politics and such, because I, you know, I do touch on it a lot and I tend, you know, just like the the title of my podcast, Indiscriminate News, I just kind of, I reach out and, and go out to different avenues that a lot of, a lot of popular news media doesn't want to touch on or doesn't want to go into and, and, and uh, you know, look into that area of things. It's a lot easier to, to show things, uh, you know, on their face. What it looks like if you're... The outsider, you know, just looking at it, imagine it just being, you know, as alive as it happens, but not everything that happened up until that, you know, uh, all the infrastructure, all the money that was poured into Afghanistan from the from the Western countries, all the technology and sciences that, that the Taliban has has gained now. Now they're even in a much more stronger position than they ever have been. Uh, but like I said, it was it. The United States needed to pull out of there. They couldn't. They couldn't stay in there the rest of time, or could they? But uh, and monetarily, it was. It, I don't think. I don't. You know, one thing that's not being said. I, I think it was just could not afford the the manpower, the loss of the manpower, and the loss and and the amount of money that was being poured over there. I never Afghanistan. I think if you're going to put a lot of money in the Middle East, you might as well shore up your, you know, your allies. And stuff like that other than being in countries that's in a permanent civil war all right everybody thanks for listening to the indiscriminate news network i'm your host jason st Clair. take care and i hope everybody's doing well